Okay, good morning. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome to another installment of the Economic Leadership Class. Let me just see your greetings this morning as we prepare for another installment of the ELC. Let me see where you're tuned in from all across the globe, the nation, all of our friends and family. Let me just see everybody that's on this morning, wherever you are, maybe afternoon. Good morning. It's been an amazing installment so far, and um, of course, I hope you've enjoyed it, all the way from the radio down to the uh, the program thus far. I think you've seen the ambassadors and many other things. Also, a big shout out to Ty. Thank you so much for that. That was an amazing performance from Ty. What's the name of the song? Mind. Mind. Uh, that goes with today, though, so that's great. Uh, the performance called Mind from Ty. I hope you check him out. What are your, your platforms? Maybe you come on later and tell us where we can find you on Instagram and all that kind of stuff. Good morning. A special day today, of course. I believe the House of Medics is also meeting up later on this afternoon uh, with a bunch of their subscribers and souls towards Sunday. Sunday is a date. Sunday is a date that we're all looking forward to and I'm sure you guys already know but just for those of you who are tuned in and you're not aware of what's kicking down on Sunday it is an afternoon with PT an afternoon with PT is going to be tomorrow's program and it looks so lit already but today is titled an afternoon with my personal trainer so let me just go through our regular customary things um, of course, as the ELC, let me just greet all of the families. That is the Connect family. A big shout out to the Connect family. That is Pastor Shadia, Pastor Ebo, all the team at the Connect family. A big shout out to the Banking family. Banking family, that's Pastor Abba, uh, Terry, Sharif, all the guys at the Banking family. A big shout out to the guys at the Banking family led by Pastor Abba. And of course, the ladies there also. Uh, uh, let me extend greetings to the Wealth Family. Wealth Family, that's also known as the COD. The COD Wealth Family, that's Pastor Onyeka Obi and Pastor Ashley. Everybody at the COD Wealth Family, big shout out to you. Let me just see some of the, the comments as well. Yeah, yeah, Ty was amazing. Uh, a big shout out to the Elite Prosperity Family. Elite Prosperity Family, big shout out to you also, uh, Pastor Nikki and Pastor David. You can put that back now. Pastor Nikki, Pastor David, and all the group at the Elite Prosperity. Uh, big shout out to Pastor Ndidi Gordon. Pastor Ndidi, the pastor with the coolest name in the nation. Of course, leader of the Life Family. If you're tuned in from the Life Family, that's a big shout out to you. Welcome to the ELC this morning. Uh, as we begin to get into stuff, I'm happy to have you on the Power Base Institute, of course, Pastor Dami and Pastor Tolu Balogun, and all of the family at the Power Base Institute. I must say, um, this week I had the most laughs by watching Pastor Tolu's WhatsApp story of uh, Duke at Sports Day. It's probably the most hilarious thing I've ever watched. If you missed that story, oh man, it's so funny. It's like 
she's narrating Duke's sports day from his request to train, <laughs> his request for training in the house. He asked for a CrossFit, uh, what's that thing? The cross trainer, is that what it's called? He asked for the CrossFit trainer thing to be brought to the house to train him <laughs> for the sports day. That is so hilarious. The whole build-up of that story was super, super. Yeah, Rocky, it was giving Rocky Balboa, and I was like, I did say this, Pastor Tolly, please make this a movie just in case anybody else has missed out on this story. This here has to be a film. And no, not just that, it is stop on the CrossFit. He then did press ups. <laughs> no, you don't understand. I was crying. <laughs> so, I, so with a build up like that, you're actually watching to see how did the race go? Like, did this guy come first? But I'm sure he came first. There's no way any other child trained like that <laughs> for their sports day. <laughs> Where did you guys find the cross trainer? Pastor Victoria, isn't it? Must be her, 100%. I see Pastor Toyasi, good morning. Okay, help me back again. Um, of course, big up to the House of Medics, the Limitless family, the Inspire family, Pastor Kevin, and a... Greetings to the HQ, Pastor Lucy, Pastor Deborah, all the team there. Uh, and of course, Senior Pastor, Pastor Sam, and the Global Pastor, Pastor Toby Adeboyega of the Nation family. Okay, greetings done. Thank you for tuning in. And his chair team, yes. So you, you guys did see it then. That is one of the funniest stories I ever watched. It was too much. And his... And she said, oh, the auntie's cheering in the corner. <laughs> no, it was too much. Well done to Duke, though, for being a superstar and um, giving us that entertainment. We've had an excellent program so far, and I um, just want to thank all the team for what they've put together intricately this morning. And, of course, a big shout-out to all the ELC ambassadors who are tuned in and who, of course, have made an introduction to themselves and their passions and what they will be representing the ELC doing. And um, you can be pretty sure that you will see from them and hear from them shortly um, as time goes on. We will be able to have some of them on our program uh, so that you can hear a bit more from them and see the things that make them tick, the things that make them go, and the reason why they've actually been uh, picked out as our ambassadors here at the ELC. Okay, so we can get into today's program now. How many of you guys, of course, were able to tune into the word on Thursday? Very strong word, powerful word on perspectives. And I think it rightly leads us into our Sunday. But what I want to do this Saturday with you is a very simple Saturday. I'm not going to take much of your time this morning or afternoon. It's literally just to prepare you for what's going to be an afternoon with PT, a new dimension of service and the word as we continue to evolve as a family to find our natural state, the place in which we should exist to be able to reach out to as many people as possible and spread the good news of this word that we've received here in this nation. Um, Sunday is going to be absolutely awesome, so you make sure you've got your five of five make sure that your team is ready like uh, duke had his chair team make sure that you have your chair team your 
invitees, those who you've invited for the program, make sure that you're streaming in, in your numbers. So what would I like for you to do today? I would like you to set up validation teams. Okay, validation teams are extremely important. Uh, teams within your houses, as I've just mentioned, many of the families and the houses are tuned in this morning and afternoon uh, at the ELC. Wherever you're tuned in from, you're setting up your validation teams going through those registrations. Now, where do you remember this from? Do you remember this from WILD? It's exactly what we did at WILD. So we're going to do the same thing. We've learned a format of bringing in a strong number of people. And for us to keep our thousand number, we're going to do our validation. You don't have much time. So your validation today will be emails, text messages, phone calls, following up on those who you've invited, those who have Click the registration link, those who you're expecting to see in the morning, catching up with them, finding out if everybody has travel, finding out if everybody knows exactly how to get to your special event tomorrow. It's your duty, so you switch into validation mode today, okay? Now, switching into validation mode does not mean you switch out of mobilization mode, Okay, so you remain on mobilization mode, which is to invite people, but you're also incorporating, you're adding to your whole strategy validation. And maybe some of you have already been exceptionally brilliant to be validating before today, and that would be awesome. But also still, a day before the eve of your big event, make sure that you do validate those people, make sure that you know for real, who is coming down? Good morning, Mason. I see you, sir. Great to have you on. Uh, so just make sure that you validated those, those invitees and you have your number. Your number is your number. Of course, mobilization is exceptionally dear to us. So one of the things you can also do is you can ask your leader. You can ask your leader, sir, where are we exactly with our mobilization? And then you can use that as an opportunity to drive yourself into another mobilization drive if you need be, or drive yourself into a validation drive just to make sure that your 500 number of invites or your 200 number of invites is actually 200. You don't want to turn up with your 200 number of invites being 50. Okay, that will be less than half people validated and that's not good for your leadership. So one of the things I'll also be doing today with the Pulse family, and I'm sure you'll be doing it across your families also, is going through your validations. Okay, so that is just a strong attention towards tomorrow and we can go into our um, regular program with the ELC. Our questions, icebreakers, of course you know, we always uh, have our icebreaker session. I'm sure you're all pretty much ready for it. Remember, when you're tuned into the ELC in the mornings or wherever you are, if your time zone is in the afternoon right now or your time zone is in the evening, you can listen to this however you choose as far as you're alert and attentive. The ELC is supposed to be a summary and a compilation of Sunday down to Friday of words from your favorite leaders across the nation. I try to do my best to see what I can pick and add for us to have a conclusive understanding of where we sit 
on the Saturday and then lead us into the Sunday. So you can listen to this over your brunch, over breakfast with soldiers. You can listen to this in bed. However it is that you get the best out of yourself on a Saturday morning or afternoon, then that's what you should do. So in that saying, question number one, seen as our title is an afternoon with my personal trainer. I'd like to ask you guys this question. If you could improve anything, if you could improve anything to a point of mastery, let's just take yourself for instance. I have Thomas sitting here in front of me. So if you could improve yourself to a place of mastery, a place where you've mastered something, yeah? If you could prove anything about yourself to a place of mastery by the simple download of a chip, what about you would you take to the place of mastery? Now, remember, before you respond quickly, it has to be a trait or a skill you already have. So, for example, Thomas can't say he wants to improve his French. You don't speak French, do you, Thomas? Are you sure? All right. Because at this rate, Thomas can come up with something. So, it has to be already a trait or a skill you have. Can you take it to a place of mastery without studying overnight? without having to go through the rigmarole of reading in a library. You're just going to go to, let's just say, we've excelled in time. Phones for you are now selling chips of skills and traits. You can go to Phones for you or 3 or O2 and you can buy a chip, slap it into your ears and you'll be at master level of that skill or trait that you already have. What skill or trait would that be? Let me just see you guys expose yourselves a little bit on your skills, the ability to learn quickly, so you believe you already learn quickly. You believe you're a quick learner then, okay? That's from Nana Goldman. Please only use traits and skills you already have. Have you, uh, you know, I kind of have a feeling this will be a bit difficult for people because you don't really think about your own skills and traits. And sometimes you don't want to say you have a skill or trait, which is not a good behavior, which is why we're tackling this question. So you see how your answers are taking time to come. Uh, of course, mobilizing finances. Okay, you believe you already have that skill. You want to be a master at it. That's Charlie Goldman saying mobilizing finances. We're going to get to know ourselves a little bit better on today's episode and installment of the ELC, it's gonna be very interactive, so work with me. I can see from your slow responses that you hardly big yourselves up. And that's normal, that's what we wanna challenge. We wanna tackle this though. This is what we wanna talk about. Um, skills and traits you already have that you wanna improve on to mastery, digital marketing, ability to come up with concepts and realize them. Um, genius, genius ability, creativity, listening ability. Interesting. I'm seeing some comments, but I'm not seeing enough comments. I'm sure there are enough of you online this morning that can give me some answers. Let me just see your answers streaming in. Or are you at 
a mind block? Have you hit a mind block and said to yourself, you know what, this is so hard because I'm actually clocking that I never actually acknowledge my own traits. Mm. Karima Goldman, quick learner. Erica PR, ability to speak to people. Interesting. Uh, Lydia, writing succinct messages and codes. Okay. Creativity, actual soul winning. Actual soul winning? What does this mean, sir? Were you not soul winning before? I don't know. Help me. Indeed, it is hard. It is hard, isn't it? I'm not seeing enough comments because I, I can now tell that people actually... It's a human thing of, like, you don't actually sometimes recognize you have a, an ability. Of course, Pastor Mariam has said creativity. Um, Pastor Samuel has said um, problem solving. Problem solving. You believe you already problem solve? There's evidence. Please don't do faith stuff. It's skill, trait. You have evidence of you problem solving and so you've decided to take that skill to mastery. <laughs> he wants Elon Musk level of soul winning. But <laughs> okay, but he's going to have to make that plain. It's the actual soul winning. Um, raising people. Raising people can be a skill. Do you have evidence of it doing it before? Is it a skill? It can only be a skill if you've done it before and now you're trying to take it to the next level. I'm not saying you don't, but I'm just reminding you guys, I would master the art of winning souls. Right, storytelling. Interesting. I like that. Storytelling. Let's spend a tiny bit of time on this because I feel like some of you are withholding yourselves from the keypad. I need you to break that barrier this morning. Don't withhold yourself from the keypad. Let me know. What do you actually believe you have as a skill? One, creativity. Maybe you're shy because you have a feeling someone from your fellowship is tuned in, someone from your house is tuned in, and they're like, what? Perfectionist? Are you already a perfectionist? Your leader, possibly, is watching this now. He's going, precious ain't no perfectionist, bruv. <laughs> You know, so don't, don't let that hold you away from the keypad. Make sure you do put something down. I just want to see some stuff. Winning people, system building, raising of finances, recruitment, building economic systems and creating loyalists. That is from the senior pastor himself and um, very accurate. He definitely has a profile of doing that so he can take that to mastery. Um, I'll spend a little bit more time on this because I actually want you to break the barrier of Typing on your keypad, despite what your leadership might think, if you actually believe you have the skill, please note it down and um, tell us why you want to, and show us that you want to take that to mastery. At Pastor Ashley Straker, master at attention to detail. So at anyone that works in a school or has been in the education system, I'm sure you do have the skill of attention to detail unless you're in a school in a part of the world that they don't cherish and value attention to detail. So taking that to mastery will be crazy. You'd be like a computer, Pastor Ashley. Um, storytelling as a part of negotiating. Mm, stronger negotiation skills. That's exactly what Charlie has said underneath you. Um, the ability to focus and execute. So you're already strong at focus. You now want to take that to mastery level. Okay, so just as you've been saying that about yourselves... 
Understand that every single thing you said there right now means that you've acknowledged you have that as a trait and skill. That is your, you have that currently as a trait and skill. And the point of this exercise is please do not speak in faith. It is not a faith thing. I'm not judging you by your ability to be hopeful and I'm not judging you by your ability to, to believe, okay? I'm just trying to take you down the line of a story that is quick 30 minutes this afternoon and I'll be out of your hairs. It is very, very important for you at this stage of your life, at this stage of your career, at this stage of your growth as a young person to actually know what you possess as a skill and trait and ability is very important. Like you can't live in the modern world today and not know what is your edge. Always play to your edge, play to your ability, play to your strength. So you hear the notion sometimes of why don't you improve your skill of, um, let's just say, because the one that can stick out to me is senior pastors, pastor's comments if they said to senior pastor no you're already good at recruitment and they say that because he has the skill why don't you now try and be good at um let's just say uh, i can't find any other skill but let's just say they mention a skill that he's probably not so great at or he doesn't have actually when it when it comes to life when it comes to um improving yourself when it comes to personal development when it comes to mastery when it comes to um, becoming a billionaire you're supposed to focus on skills you have not the ones you don't what you do with the skills you don't have is you unite with people who have them so what billionaires do, what world changers do, what world leaders do is they recruit. So senior pastor would probably understand this very well. Is they recruit people who have the abilities and skills that they don't possess. That's the reason why billionaires are your highest employers. He most likely has the ability to build economic system, but he hasn't got the ability to understand physics. So he's going to recruit a, uh, a rocket scientist. He's going to recruit a physicist, somebody who can play that role. Elon Musk is not going to now go back to learn biology just because he wants to improve bioscience or biological science. He wants to create a technology that helps eyesight. He wants to create a technology that helps mobility. He's not going to send him back to university. He's going to recruit someone who has that skill, either at mastery level or maybe just slightly under. Play to your strengths at all times. And that's the reason why it's very important for this exercise. You don't speak in faith because I'm just trying to let you yourself highlight what you noted today as your skill and trait. Then you go back and take that to mastery. What every leader wants to do is he wants to know the role of people around him. So what you've also done this morning on the ELC is you've actually let some of your leaders, like again, I'll use senior pastor who is on right now, you have let him know what you're good at and he can poach you for a project, 
For example, Pastor Ashley Straker said, the ability to be a master in um, attention to detail. And I think I speak for all of us to say, if you're working on a project, you need that finicky someone who's going to notice your spelling mistakes. You need that finicky someone who's going to notice that you haven't put a comma in the right places. You're going to need that finicky person who's going to realize that there are licenses you've not yet gotten that may risk your product from being cleared at the port. So that is a skill right there. And the rest of you who are tuned in and you're on your keypads, you can see what each other are writing. It will probably be good for you to note that down so that you can work within yourselves. If I want the, the art of creativity, a few people said creativity, but I can only remember clearly Pastor Mariam saying creativity, but I know a few of you also noted it down. So then you know that when you hit a creativity mental block, you can call on the person who has said they have creativity skills and they want to take it to mastery. That is the whole point of what we will get into where personal trainers play a strong, strong case in your life. The ability to help you take things to mastery, the ability to help you make things natural and cultural in your life. How do we get there? How do we get to mastery? You've already started, but let's get into another part of our installment called Shadow of Leadership. I'm sure you've all been waiting for this moment. Shadow of Leadership is on right now. Let's go. Are you ready for it this week? You ready for Shadow of Leadership this week? Okay, cool. Just to make it a little bit difficult, no Google. No Google in today's session. Sorry, guys. Had enough of these Thomas the engine, tank engine soldiers, bro. Huh? Only chat GBT allowed. <laughs> That's basically like worse. That's even worse. Okay, no Google, no chat GBT. Yeah, bloody hell. No, no AI. That's crazy. Um, what do I allow you to have? Uh, you can, you can, you can, um, you can use a dictionary, a thesaurus. <laughs> you can use a dictionary, a thesaurus. You can call your local library. Um, you can speak to Powerbase Institute. Okay, yeah. You, you can speak to Powerbase Institute. Siri. Yeah, Siri is dumb, man. You can chat to Siri. Siri, Siri don't know anything. Yeah, chat to Siri as well. Chat to Alexa. Talk to all of them. All the... All the powerful um, digital beings of this world. That's fine. No Google. No website. You got no website. You got Oxford. There's even one called Oxford something. Yeah, yeah huh? You can go to the Oxford one, the Miriam something. Check them all out, okay? You ready, guys? Deborah, I'm not seeing Shadow of Leadership. You didn't do the logo and all that. What's going on? Do it again, please. I really like it. That's the thing. I just like the look of it. Shadow of leadership. Boom. Oh, I wonder, man, why, why, why do you do this to me now? Quick preview of it again, please. I just like seeing that whole edit. Oh, there we go. Boom, boom, boom. There we go. Okay, now, 
Here we go, shadow of leadership. Today, I was a heavyweight champion boxer in my country in the 50s. What? What is that? Uh, you know? No, you don't have Google. Ah, before you start laughing now, you tell like like Thomas, you tell me that you know the person. I fought for Britain and I have fought for Somalian military. In the military, uh-huh. My temper has led me to the murder of students and lawyers. I broke my country's great relationship with Israel, but I built great relationships with Libya. My title is President for Life. That's what I call myself. And I also call myself King of Scotland. Who am I? Hey, I feel proud of myself for this one. Prince, come on, man. Shadow of, it's shadow of leadership now, not shadow of mentorship. Prince is still in the mentee mentorship space. He's a good man. I love him. Idi Amin Dada. Don't know who that is. Is that, is that from um, Outlaws, Tupac and all that? Prince. Kevin. <laughs> hey, why are people president for life, you know? Mm. Where's all the comments, though? I'm only seeing Idi Amin. Who else, man? Who else got something for me? Huh? Another Idi Amin. Anybody else? Any more Hitlers and all that? Where are your Hitlers? Where are all your Gandhis? Thomas, what's going on? Why are you slow today now? You don't know this man. You went in school with him. You lot went chilling yesterday. No. Are you sure? Someone said Min Sam due to the temper. <laughs> Min Sam, really? Is that what you do? <laughs> King of Scotland is throwing me off. Yeah. President for life, but also known as King of Scotland. Boom, boom, boom. Heavyweight champion in the 50s. For real, for real. Like he actually had his belt. Like, that's mad, for real. Henry Cooper. Idi Amin again. Henry Cooper. Interesting. Okay, let's leave it for the end of the session. Of course, you know how shadow of leadership works. It only happens. The answer only gets revealed at the end of the class. Muhammad Ali. Ooh. Mm, 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 mm. But he murdered though. This person murdered students, Charlie. Students and lawyers. I don't think Muhammad Ali did it. But he maybe he did in a blind rage one day, just killed some students and just thought, you know what? F this. I'm just gonna hide. Okay. Karima used Google and tried to add question mark. <laughs> yeah, you know those ones like, oh, is it a... <laughs> <laughs> oh my days okay personal trainers are for your personal development that is a number one fact and I just wanted to take you to the fact of the matter that intelligence around you is constantly changing getting better evolving to the place now that we have artificial intelligence and just so we're all up to tune I believe in the ELC, many people have spoken about artificial intelligence. Um, many pastors have spoken about it. 
ChatGPT has spoken about artificial intelligence, but I have here of the definition of artificial intelligence, the one I sent you from Wiki. Do you have that for me? <laughs> Go ahead, please, quickly. Artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence is intelligence perceiving synthesizing and inferring information demonstrated by computers as opposed to intelligence displayed by humans or by other animals. Perfect. So artificial intelligence is actually what PT was speaking about with perceptions. But imagine now, I mean, sorry, perspective. Now imagine the perspective of your computer, the perspective of Google the perspective of ChatGPT. Um, from what we know today, ChatGPT is writing a lot of assignments. ChatGPT is writing dissertations. Um, is helping people in the boardrooms. The same things that Google has been doing. Google has been answering prayers since it started. Google has been answering all of your questions. I, I don't think any of us here have the boldness to go one week, sorry, to go one day without Google. I'm sure nobody here has that bonus. But if you want to try that exercise, you can try and go one day without Google. You realize how much influence Google actually has in your surrounding, the perspective of a computer, the intelligence, the ability to synthesize information according to ChatGPT, according to Google, according to, to AI. So... We have this as a standard now, artificial intelligence, but also you also owe it as a duty to yourself to evolve. You owe it to yourself too to evolve and bring yourself to a certain level of intellect. How do I train myself to become a master and compete with artificial intelligence you may never get there because even elon musk or maybe some of the most intelligent high iq human beings today don't have the iq of a supercomputer but by sure there has been a training at some point in their life for them to get there you're not just born like that you may have the potentials, but there is actually a training method that takes you to that place. So let's go to my first scripture. Let's read that Romans so that I can give you an idea of what actually helps take your mind to the next level where you can more, maybe compete with artificial intelligence. Maybe. Romans 12 from verse 2. Okay. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, mm -hmm. but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I like this because, um, go back please. Be transformed. Key word, if you can, open Romans 12 and underline that. The new age version of this scripture would read, be evolved. Be transformed, be evolved, be updated by the renewing of your mind. How do you renew your mind? By constantly 
staying in thoughts. What happens is your, in your mind is something called thoughts. So you want, might want to underline that whole verse there because it's very important to you as economic leaders who are trying to gain mastery in negotiation, mastery in storytelling, mastery in um, recruitment, in creativity. The only way for you to get to that place of mastery is by transforming your mind and uh, is by being transformed, by being updated. And to be transformed and updated, you have to do what? Renew your mind. So just to help you break it down a bit more, when you underline transform, try use a different color and then understand, underline renewing of your mind with a different color ink as well or marker. Because what you want to understand constantly from this verse is you want to be transformed. You want to be updated. How do you become transformed? You have to break scriptures down for you to understand it. How do I become transformed? How do I become a better lyricist? By the renewing of my mind, the, uh, the, the constant remaining in thought. So I realized something. You can remove the scripture now. I realized something about our culture and cultures around us, one of the most difficult things to do is to think. It's difficult. Have you ever tried to think, like just not do anything for one minute? Have you ever tried that? Okay, you've not tried that. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you have. One minute silence now on the ELC. Think. You already feel weird. You're smiling already. That's one minute. Did that feel a bit long? When you pause time, do you see how long one minute felt? It's so weird, isn't it? Like a minute flashes by in your life. Minutes flash by in your life. When you scope into thinking, a minute feels like ages. And what's even worse, I'm not sure if you were able to do the exercise, but what's even worse is within that minute, how many things were you trying to do? Some of you, maybe you're just like, Rod, this is an interesting exercise. You know, in the minute, you're thinking about the instruction. I don't know about you, but for me, within the minute, I'm still thinking about, I hope they actually do this. 
that's time, that's seconds being wasted in the minute. Some of you in the minute, you're still looking around to say, hmm, who's going to start laughing within this minute? Thinking is so difficult. It is actually one of the hardest exercises you can do. It is great to train your body. I am a, I'm, I am a big advocate of physical training. And on top of being a big advocate of physical training, I think I'm going to the next level of sports. I want to take on um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, two week, in two weeks' time. Do you know what Brazilian jiu-jitsu is? No? Do you know, Thomas? You know? You've been doing it? Really? <laughs> so it is great to train your body but it is even better to train your mind. It is a difficult task to do, thinking. And unlike the supercomputers and the AI, you can only arrive at the next level of whatever skill you have by exercising the ability to think, remaining in thought on something for as long as possible. Why? Why do you think so? Let me see your comments. Why is thinking so important? I did say to you, you're going to need to have your fingers on the keypad this morning. It's a quick session just to prepare you for the conversations of Sunday. Uh, senior pastor and the rest of his team have a creative Sunday, but to get us prepared for that type of um, mode, we need to um, have a standard of mindset before we get there. So um, tell me, why do you feel thinking is important? Thinking, as in sitting down and being in thoughts. Thinking, why do you think so? It allows you to make right decisions. Of course, it does allow you to make right decisions, but also some people think and it allows them to make bad decisions. So it, it, I think what, I get what you're saying. It allows you to make decisions, okay? You can see details you have missed, you would have missed, correct? Yes. Yes, you can see the details if you remain in thought. Thinking helps to create. It does help to create if you're a creative, I guess it could do let me just see a few more of your com comments on this exercise your mind of course it's an exercise for your mind correctly so why is thinking so important why is it so important to restart the mind so it can have a fresh perspective very good that's that's actually uh, along the lines of what I want to be hearing. For clarity, very true, along the lines of what I want to be hearing. So, so thank you for, for, your, for your additions to that. Thinking is exactly what I believe I've been hearing now. Clarity. So you see that renewing of your mind. That scripture there that says renewing of your mind. It's quite simply just saying the ability to think. And it's so funny how religion made you stop thinking. But scriptures were telling you to think. Scriptures were telling you to deep it. Scriptures were telling you to take some time out and meditate on this thing 
and arrive at a conclusion. Thinking does not only mean being quiet in your own space. Thinking can happen between two people. You might want to write that down also. Thinking, sharing ideas, brainstorming can happen between two people. I can sit with Pastor Ray and we can think together by sharing thoughts. So you see what Pastor Straker said by saying clarity. Anything that allows you to get to a place of clarity is called thinking. If you decide to jump in a pool, if you see senior pastor in a pool having looking like he's having a great time, as a, as a soldier, you might just be saying, ah, oh, this guy's enjoying life. He might be thinking. Thinking is a state of mind that allows you to crystallize thoughts and conversation. It's not dependent on sitting still. It is also not dependent on how you've dressed. Just because I've dressed like I'm about to go out doesn't mean that I'm not in thoughts. Just because I'm sitting on my own doesn't mean that I'm not in thoughts. Just because I'm sitting with three people doesn't mean we are not in thought. Thinking is exceptionally important. It helps us crystallize perspectives. It helps us look at things from different points of view so that we can arrive at conclusions and make decisions. So what has actually helped humanity over time to evolve is the is human beings' thinking ability. I don't think lions think and reason. I think we've evolved way far ahead of lions and tigers and animals in that cognitive ability because that's what separates us as God beings. That consciousness is extremely important in your evolution as a master logistics guy, as an evolution as a, as a, as a top artist, is down to how well do you crystallize your thoughts, how well do you think, how well do you sharpen yourself and arrive at the conclusion of things because your perspective will affect your behavior. One of the things you want to also write down is that your perspective will um, affect your behavior. Let's zone in a little bit into the ability to think, share thoughts, and arrive at conclusions. If we ever arrive at conclusions, we sometimes grew up in households that made it right for you to have an answer similar to your parents' answer. They call that the right answer. The right answer was aligned down to culture. The right answer or the, the right behaviors were aligned to culture and perspectives. But culture and perspectives are just an example of where you are in your thinking level. 
You can meet someone who actually believes it's evil for you to shake them with your left hand. There's culture like that. And if you shake them with your right hand, you're a great guy. And if somebody else comes and shakes them with their left hand, they're a bad person. That's just down to where they are culturally, but that culture arrived at thoughts and behaviors and beliefs, thought patterns that have led them to those places. And that is not right. It's just a point of evolution. Like he said, a point of transformation. At what point of transformation are you in? Look at the skills and traits you currently have as leaders and as soldiers and then say to yourself, I'm going to need to go into a greater thinking pattern for me to take this skill to the next level because what I have now as my culture, as my beliefs, is what has kept me on this level of skill. Let me just say that again. You answered so well this morning and I need you to know that all those skills and traits you have, you develop them to the best of your ability according to a culture that you have. You're going to need to get yourself back into another level of thinking by the renewing of your mind, by thinking with others, by reasoning with others, by thinking on your own, by looking into things from a different perspective for you to be transformed. Are you getting me? For you to evolve, for you to take that skill level to the next level. Guess what, Pastor Shad? In order for you to be a good negotiator, you're going to need to get yourself into some financial trouble or some emotional trouble some kind of trouble because the art of negotiation only comes when you're um, on the back foot it only comes when you're challenged there is no need to negotiate if you're not in a good position if you're in a good position i mean so culture may tell you that it's not good to be in a bad position what they call bad position or it's not good to be at risk but according to that culture it keeps that skill level stagnant and in order for you to rise from that level of skill and match up with the great level of skill of those type of people maybe you have an idea of other people with amazing level of negotiation skill you're going to need to think through with them you're going to need to think through on that level of playing field and look at perspective of how they see negotiation because that's exactly what you're going to need to rise in that skill level i'm in a good training then of of course you are i'm just saying to you that if you weren't in the training that you're in your level of skill won't be where it is now, but you also have to be open to yourself to know that if there's a level beyond this, Pastor Shad, it's going to take a thinking time with people that see your life from a different perspective and they may see your life as comfortable still. Someone can actually look at me right now and say, P.O., you're still comfortable. You've not yet been struck by do or die. 
And I, I'm like, oh, how much more do or die you want to strike me with? But they may say to me that according to the skill level of strategy that you want to have, according to the skill level of economic building that you want to have, you've not yet been struck by a certain perspective. And I may say to them, but this, my perspective on this is this means that I'm struggling. He says, this doesn't mean you're struggling. This means you're figuring out. This means you're arriving at an answer. You're rubbing it, the formula out and you're writing it again. And you're trying different formulas till you arrive at an answer. This is you working life out practically and openly. Some of you would have said creativity, I think. And Pastor Mariam said, Pastor TBS also said creativity. To be creative means to see things outside of other people's perspective. So how many people's shoes have you lived in? Do you realize that those people who are extremely creative, have you noticed that they are people who can blend into different types of rooms, different types of situations? They understand pain and, and, and victory of various people's um, life like they know your experience even before you've shared your experience that's a creative you're watching a film and you're immersed in the pain of a couple but the director's never been through that pain physically but he's been through it as a creative he's been able to log into experiences by thinking by sharing of thoughts his perspective can match the perspective of that level of emotion that he wants to drive out because he's renewing his mind. Have you seen fashion designers who are able to give you um, dressing and fashion that suits a time, suits an occasion, suits a lifestyle? It's just by thinking. The mayor sitting down or not just sitting down, like I said, the rubbing of mind, the sharing of thoughts, but the elevating of your mind to a place where you can crystallize your thought to see different perspectives make you a great fashion designer. And that's the reason why some fashion designers struggle to reach out to certain urban communities. They don't yet have that experience by thoughts. Experience doesn't have to be by life. It can just be by thoughts by thinking, by seeing, by sharing of mind. Research and development. You want to write this down also. Research and development is my moment of thinking. Research and development is a department in my mind. How many of us have that department in our mind actually working? Do you fund that department in your mind? Or is that department in your mind actually obsolete? Do they lack funding? You know some people, the, the research and development department in their mind lacks funding. There's like one brain cell there. <laughs> Imagine having just like one brain cell sitting in research and development in your mind and just saying, Mom, I don't know what to do. Oh, everybody's in the living life section. I'm just the only one here. And then someone pops in and goes, um, we're trying to figure out how to make the, 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 the million. And the research guy is only one brain cell. So he says, ah, um, I'll get back to you guys. It's going to take like 50. 
<laughs> going to take like 50 years for just one brain cell to figure it out. Do you put a lot of brain power to that side? Because that's exactly what thinking is. Can you give me another scripture that, that we can use around this thinking from those that you took down? Just give me another scripture. I'll pile them up a little bit. Colossians 3 from verse 2. Uh-huh. Set your minds on things above. Okay. Not on earthly things. Fantastic. Have you heard of this scripture before? It says, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. This is from Colossians chapter 3 verse 2. It's actually, it's a scripture in the Bible. Colossians 3 verse 2. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. It's giving you a challenge to not dwell on things that have already been, been created. Get your thinking on things that need to be done rather than things that are already done is another way you can translate that. Instead of being so much in awe, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't be, instead of being so much in awe, Ty, of Central Sea, why don't you think of the lyrics and things he's not yet even come up with? Because that is what will make you relevant. If you're bringing something to the table in this earth that is not yet here, that is what thinking does. Write this down. Thinking allows me to bring into actualization things that have not yet been actualized in either in my life or in my family or in my house or in my society or in my nation. Thinking allows me to actualize, make it real. Things in my life that, have not, that, have, that are not in my life, make real things in my family, things in my house, things in my nation, things in the world that have not yet been actualized. Thinking allows me to actualize them, make them real. So let me give you instances of how powerful thinking is at a stage in life in this world women did not have rights to vote the thought pattern from the neanderthals is that we are hunter gatherers so the men hunt the women farm the men hunt the women farm or they stay at home and they cook it was a thought past pattern a social construct but social constructs are made up of thoughts. As much as the Neanderthals could think, that's as far as their brain could go. Their brain could only tell them that we hunt, women gather. As time begins to evolve, then they evolve with time and then you have men driving cars, you have men going to work. But did you notice that as time was evolving, even though technology was changing, even though um, lights has come into the world, even though trains have come into the world, even though um, cars have come into the world, there was still a part of society that wasn't yet enlightened because Thought has not yet gone there. Women were still hunter-gatherers till about the 1920s. It's going to take a group of people to think, to renew their mind, to transform. For that side of society to transform, there has to be some thinking. 
But because nobody was challenging that as a thought, everything else in life was evolving and transforming and changing. Remember that first scripture? And nothing was changing on this side of life. Why? Because there was no attention to detail put there. Like Pastor Ashley Strickler was saying, there's no attention to detail put there, so it can't evolve. So we still had men in suits, women wearing dresses. They've evolved, yes. They look pretty, yes. But guess what? Women have no rights. 1928, I believe we see in the United Kingdom, the suffragettes. Do you guys remember the suffragettes? Did you do that in school? Suffragettes. You, you didn't do it? What school did you go to? Brixton School? They don't teach suffragettes there. What did they, te what did they teach you there? Why are they teaching you about France, man? This is so cold. See what, you see what they do to, them in, do, do to us in the hood? Teach us about France. Don't teach us about UK. But that's why you're not there anymore, isn't it? Suffragists and suffragettes. Yes, that campaigned against women's rights to vote. Why? Because the thought pattern got there. And the more a thought keeps on rubbing together, guess what thoughts do? Guess what thoughts do once they rub together? They start to inspire you to do something. We're going somewhere. You're going to quite enjoy how this helps you to just make some small things practical in your life so you can change yourself. You want to know how to change and be better. So this is going to help. Suffragists and suffragists are just a conversation starts, a thinking, a thought, a, a, a think tank starts off on this topic of, hang on a minute, guys. We look so great and beautiful and all this technology is kicking off, but why can't we vote? And at first, when a thought comes like that, if it's a thought that people are not used to, of course, nobody's used to new thoughts, it's going to meet resistance. People say, no, that is not how it should be in life. The woman should be in the house and she's not... What is a woman to need with any responsibility? Let us stay in the house. We, the men, will do everything. But you see, the women continued to champion this thought up until it was passed eventually to give women voting rights. How did this happen? Staying on a thought pattern until it actualized. I'll give you the pattern, but I'm going to go through these things. What do you want to read? ERV. Go on, go, go for it. Think only about what is up there, not what is here on earth. I like this. This is ERV, the easy to read version of, of that scripture, Colossians chapter 3 verse 2. You might want to look at the ERV version. It says, think only on what is up there, not what is here on earth. What is up there is what's in your mind. It's not saying up there as in, in the clouds because if you go past these clouds, you just see space. You're not going to see <laughs> um, thought patterns. <laughs> Do you understand? You're going to see stars and sun and moon. It's, when it says up there, it's talking about air. Think only about what is up there. What is up there. Not what is here on earth. Not what is already here. Because all these things here came from thoughts. Why, about, why don't we speak about science? The evolution of science, science is so widely accepted now. I believe you all had science class in schools. I think you all have your favorite scientists. But do you know there was a time where scientists were persecuted? Alchemists, people who played with chemicals and potions were lynched 
They called them witches and wizards and they lynched them. The church did this. The church lynched them and killed them because they played with chemicals in their periodic table. There was a time when they were persecuted for their research. They come up with research and understandings from thoughts and thinking and researching and, and they're bringing this to the table and people are saying, we don't like that. But you see, they have, if, unless you stick on a thought pattern, you can't champion it to become real. They remain on that title, they remain on that subject of science until science becomes a daily part of our life. It's, it's so bad now that even that faith even now looks like the old thing and science looks like what is the new thing. But faith used to criticize scientists before. Faith used to kill them, lynch them. So if you've noted those things down, I also now want you to underline what I'm going to say to you, which is the best way to develop according to your personal trainer now. Just write down as a title, the best way to develop, the best way to evolve, the best way to transform is to remember that your thoughts, everything you think about, if you think about it constantly enough, if you think about it as much as you can, if it becomes an obsession, thoughts become beliefs. That's crazy. So you need to write down. down. There is no religion in this world that was not a, a construct of the mind. Did Abraham receive a scroll from heaven? <laughs> Did Moses receive a scroll from heaven? They heard things in their mind. They put it on paper. They, they made people go over these things in their mind long enough that people believed them. Everything in your mind, Ty, that you focus on the most will eventually become your what? Your belief. What do you want to read? Philippians 4 from verse 8 in message. Okay, go on. Summing it all up, friends, I'd like to say, I'd say you will do your best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, Compelling, gracious, very good, the best, like not it. the worst, yeah, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Okay, yeah, go on. Is there anything else? Put into practice what you learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized. Do that, and God, who makes everything work together will work you into his most excellent harmonies. It, it then seals it by said, saying, God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. God has nothing to do with this. In a certain time and culture, this man of God has to now say God so that people will take it seriously. It's like, Make sure you go there. If not, P.O. will deal with you. That's, <laughs> that's what this thing is here. So let's read verse 8 so that you know this is pure science. And that's why scripture is so powerful because it's attuned to your making. So summing it all up. Let's just sum it all up. Do your best by filling your minds and meditating. This is called thinking. Filling your mind 
and meditating is called thinking. Think about the art of negotiation, Pastor Shad. Think about being the best creative person, Pastor Mariam. Because that's what is true. Thinking about being the greatest recruiter known to mankind is what is noble. Thinking about being the best lyricist in the world is what is reputable. Thinking about being, uh, having the greatest attention to detail is authentic because it's you. What is compelling is thinking about being an economic system builder. It is gracious for you to think about being the best in whatever skill you believe you have. These are points of mind meditation. Scripture actually tells you that you must have moments of this. How many times do you have moments of this? This is your prayer. Leave God out of it for just a second and have a moment where you can go over the things that are you. That's what you're supposed to do. Why? Just think about these things because they're beautiful and they're not ugly. Why? What does this do to you? It helps you, remember the first scripture, it helps you transform. How do you transform? How do you become the best in the world? If you're obsessed about being the greatest lyricist, scripture actually tells you, stop praying to me, just be obsessed about you. So mad. So the beautiful, not the ugly things to praise, not things to curse. Don't, so when it says, um, don't meditate on the, on the ugly things, and not on the things to curse, is saying to you, you have a past. Do you understand? You have a past, and in your past, there are parts of you that are not so great. In your past, there are parts of you that is not so reliable. Do not dwell on those parts, because you're trying to do what? Transform. The role of people is to remind you, James, that you are not good at something or you are not um, allowed to do something else. That's what people do. Your role is to have much more time hearing the positive things than the negative things. You're supposed to fill your mind with the parts of you that you want to make sure you transform in. But you must have the trait first. You must meditate on those parts of you so that you can evolve. And then what actually happens to you is you actually start behaving in that manner. If you think enough to meditate with someone speaking, filling your mind, how do you fill your mind? By engaging in conversation with the right people on the art of negotiation, on the art of being attentive to detail or whatever it is that you probably mentioned as your skill of choice. But those skills don't evolve unless you become obsessive over them, unless you challenge your leadership to say, can you put me into the den of tigers so that I can get better at my mobilization of finances? Someone like Pastor Charlie says, I want to be a master in mobilizing finances. How many targets do you take on as yours? The exercise of receiving target 
the exercise of convincing yourself you can meet a target will eventually lead you to having the actions and, uh, and the behaviors to fulfill that target, which one day just lands you in making 10 million. Because of the obsession to try, the obsession to do, ends you doing something that then gives you that result. Geniuses are not born. Geniuses are self-determined. I'm going to begin to round up because we're approaching 12.30 and I don't like Saturday being a big chunk for you. just like it to be light. So I need you to know that my thoughts become beliefs. If I repeat my thoughts long enough, if I stay on a thought long enough, if I speak to people according to the things I'm thinking on, eventually it becomes a belief. It swells up inside you, it becomes a belief, and when something becomes a belief in your body, what happens? The nerves, the cells in your body end up making that thing, uh, like what's, what I write here, it ends up becoming automatic. When you see someone who just says at the, at the cough or at the whim or at the click of a finger, he responds in a certain way, I'm the best, I can do that, I'm doing this. Or you can see from their behavior, they carry themselves a certain way. Ty, it got that way because they actually thought about this a lot. There's a time to be, to not toot your own horn and be humble and there's a time, you see, when you're on your own, thinking. When you're exchanging ideas with someone, your brother, your sister, thinking. There's no time to be humble then. That's when you start to code yourself consciously. That's when you start working on your mind consciously, working on yourself consciously by saying things like, I'm the, greatest, the best recruiter in the world or in the nation or in the UK or whatever. You're saying things to recode yourself is not just recoding like i said you're updating yourself according to that scripture it says renewing of your mind i'm james i'm the best cyber it doesn't matter if somebody is ahead of you in cybersecurity. you you're saying it to yourself maybe in front of them then you say yeah yeah bro you're you're ahead you're doing your thing but when you go back you're recording yourself in and updating yourself according to what you want your body to now take as um, common, no, what's, what I put here, as automatic. So what I learned was it becomes automatic, then after it becomes automatic, meaning it's a, it's a knee-jerk reaction, right? Someone taps you, yeah, no, I, I got that. I can do you may not really got it, but you just like feel like you got it. And your result might not be that you got it, but you just got it. I don't know how to put that. But just to say to you that it then becomes automatic, but after automatic, there's another place. So you have to learn to stay in your thoughts, in that thinking, training your mind, your personal trainer. You have to have a personal trainer helping you to train your mind because after the, 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 the thinking part, it becomes a belief. If you don't believe something, that means you still think it. I think I'm the best. I believe I'm the best. It's different from I think I'm the best. I'm giving you an example. And I think I'm the best creator. I, th I believe I'm the best creator. Then it evolves from belief, because belief is now a religion. It evolves from belief to a, um, an automatic 
thought, an automatic, yeah, as an automatic thought, then after automatic, yeah, meaning it's the first thing that pops in your head, sometimes you still have to think, I think I'm the best. You have to convince yourself, isn't it? Sometimes you have to convince yourself. It goes past the convincing of yourself when it becomes automatic in your mind. Then after automatic, it becomes what? Your consciousness. That's where you're trying to go. After automatic, it becomes your, your consciousness, meaning that your body believes that thing more than your mind. That's what I learned from the, from the study. I need to get myself into certain mode where my body believes it more than my mind. Do you know why this is so important? Because for those of you who believe you want to be the expert at raising finances, you will need to tell yourself after your leader has told you because your body believes it more than your mind, as soon as you're hearing a target, you're getting in the car and you're out. You, your body just starts to do go for play things and places and speaking to people and messaging people because it, your body actually believes that, yes, it's calm, I got it. It's no longer a thought. Your body doesn't even recognize the target like, oh, is this big or small? Because your body can't think. So your body can't say, oh, mm, this is a big target. Mm -mm. It just goes to do. That's geniuses. They, they, they're not in the place of thinking, can this be done? Can we do this? They're, they're so self-improved. Their personal trainer, or however it is they've trained themselves, but you have to have a personal trainer. They're so well evolved and updated that it's the body over the mind. The body itself is just in a flow. And that's where you have to be. That's where you have to be. Unfortunately, if, if actions are still in the thought phase in your life, it means that there is a chance for your mind to tell you not to do it. It means that there's a chance for that thought to be argued and beaten in argument in your mind. But if something becomes a belief, it's stronger than a thought. Someone believes in Islam. Someone believes in Sikhism. Someone believes in something. It's tough for you to convince them, isn't it? It's gone past a thought now. They're not thinking about Siri Guru Nanak. They believe he's their teacher. It's different. But way past belief now is something called automatic. Automatic is what just makes someone pick up a rifle and go and shoot on behalf of a belief. Way past automatic is consciousness. Consciousness is what they call he or she is brainwashed. You might want to write that down, the process. So you can brainwash yourself to be able to reach a level of artificial intelligence, muscle memory, uh -huh, that's, that's probably the right word there for me. Giving yourself a muscle memory goes into your consciousness. So the muscles, the, the body actually behaves to whatever it believes. It doesn't doubt the mind. There's no conversation between the mind and the body any longer. The body just does. How do you get to this point? 
your thought pattern. Who are your personal trainers? Those who you think with, those who you chat with. Don't break those relationships and don't break those um, those cords. Make sure that you keep those guys you, you think with because that's what helps you get sharper. You understand? That's what actually helps you get better and helps you affirm. Remember, there are people who doubt you, but then there's people who are your personal trainers that just say, yeah, you're, you know you're just the best at that. Or can you help me with this and that? They bring things to your table because they believe in your belief of that. That helps you affirm yourself and say, yeah, I, I, am, I, am the, I am the one in this thing, actually. Enough thought of you thinking you're the one sets you in a different plane. When something becomes a muscle memory, it becomes my culture. So that's the last point you want to write down. I have to change the things in my life that are culturally not allowing me to be successful, that are not allowing me to be a multi-millionaire. What helped Pastor Sam become a multi-millionaire are changes in culture. We met PT with a different culture. Then we changed certain cultures according to the obsession of Pastor Toby. Not the obsession of Jesus. Never met Jesus. Sorry to, um, sorry to hurt your feelings. I've not met Jesus. I know I'm a very wise man and I speak some cool stuff, but I've actually not met Jesus. Can you believe that? <laughs> Thomas is like, mm, I'm disappointed. <laughs> never met Jesus in my life. I've never met Siri Guru Nanak. Do you know Siri Guru Nanak? Very massive Asian teacher of I think it's Sikhism or something like this. I've not met the Guru Nanak. I've not met Buddha. I would have loved to meet Muhammad. Peace be upon him. But I've not met Muhammad. Peace be upon him. But I've met Pastor Toby. So I changed certain cultures. Certain instances that would make me angry. I would change my reaction to that according to my thinking with PT, watching PT, changing myself according to PT. Then it becomes automatic for me to react in a certain way because of PT. Then it became my culture. Are you hearing me, Andre? The, the, the evolution of me allowed me to then arrive at a point to be successful. Your cultures have to change to match up with the kind of money you're looking for, the type of lifestyle you're looking for, and the type of successful project you're trying to launch. So, thank you, Pastor Ashley. I think you need to be my assistant, um, Pastor, though, because it's like, I need a teacher person who can do this. Thinking equals belief. This is so amazing. Please, everyone, write this down in the classroom. <laughs> this is what we've been waiting for. Yes, when something becomes muscle memory, it becomes my culture. Thinking equals belief, equals muscle memory, equals culture. That's it. You're trying to arrive at culture, guys. So when something pops into your thought, James, that I can be a millionaire, that's like phase one of your whole evolution. But don't be disheartened because scripture tells you how to, in, how to, um, how to progress. It tells you by the constant meditation is constantly thinking. When you meditate on something, you're constantly thinking. 
Then when you meditate on something long enough, it becomes a belief. You believe it. People are trying to change your mind on it. And you're like, nah, trust me, I got this. Becomes a muscle memory. Pastor Kevin finished preaching a word and you're just, you just leave the house and say, yeah, this is what needs to be get done. This is how we need to do it. This is what I think should be done. It becomes your culture once you're just getting those results on it. Cultures are what make successful people. They have cultures. And they infect other people with these cultures till they become successful. So in afternoon with my personal trainers, I begin to round up. I just wanted to give you a breakdown into how I arrived to be successful by following the culture of Pastor Toby, who you're going to have an afternoon an afternoon with PT on Sunday is going to be your opportunity to hear, not for him to preach at you in a maddest way. It's a different dynamic for you to hear words that made him well, who he is so that you can actually think with him in that service and take on some of those thoughts. But remember, Sunday is so mad for you because after you take those thoughts from PT tomorrow, you actually need to meditate on those thoughts, think on them, chat with people on them. You have to do that so that you can arrive at it being your culture. It's, it's a journey, but it's worth it. So look at all the leaders in the nation that are successful. Don't we all just behave like Pastor Toby? Correct or no? It's a culture. So don't let someone tell you, oh, yeah, they're just trying to be like PT. No, 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 no. Yeah, he's successful. <laughs> I don't know Elon Musk. I've never met him. I can read of him in a book. But if I write him a letter now saying, can you mentor me? He'll just say, F off. He, he probably won't even reply to the email. So my chance for success is the person in front of me. You with me, Ty? As great as Central C is, if you message him now, I don't think he would tell you the secrets to how to make um, billboard hitting tracks. Your best chance is to look at your leadership who is successful and take on their culture and you make hit, hit music. So we're arriving at a place of culture, but I just wanted to leave you guys with that. That's all I'm going to give you guys for today because it's 12.28 and I don't want to take much more time of your Saturday. I'm sure you've got um, more amazing things to do this Saturday, especially the validating of all of your invitees for Sunday service with Senior Pastor is going to be absolutely special with his team creating an atmosphere for the Global Pastor, Pastor Toby, to give us another smashing installment from the nation family. So Sunday is extremely key. It's extremely critical. Don't enjoy all those thoughts yourself. Bring your five with you. That's what made us successful. The thought patterns, the teachings. I, this, I can't recite scripture. I'm not good at reciting scripture. I, I hear pastors preach and say, according to so, 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 verse 5, verse, and I'm like, wow, you... You got good memory on this stuff, man. I don't have, I don't know how to quote nothing. Trust me. I, I'm, I use Google to put my preachings together. I put, I, I'm going to start using chat GPT. I, I use all the AI to put my words together. 
But you know what I can do? I copy PT a lot. I copy success patterns. I look at other leaders around me and I know how to copy also. I can copy things. I'm, I've always been good at copy. You know what? One of the, that takes me back to when I was younger. Teacher says to my mom, he's very good at copying. And that was in a, a few classes because I think, I can't remember which class it was. I think first was art class. And then there was another class where the, I think the report was, I'm good at copying. But my mom didn't get that. She's like, why are you copying people though? And I'm like, if the guy's doing well, it's long for me to just be learning. Let me just copy his thing. Let me just get the formula from him and do I'm, I know how to imitate. It's one of my greatest traits. And it's not exclusive to me. You can do it too. You know how? It's very simple. Meditate. Renew your mind. Be a thinker. I've always been a thinker. Looking back to my childhood now, I can remember that I've been more of a thinking person. Thinking people, we come with a lot of solitude as well, but I, I was able to break out of being a solitary person by watching PT. I used to just like to chill on my own. And maybe you may, some of you who are close to me, you can detect that because I can just be on my own for time. <laughs> but honestly, as much as I'm out there, as to the best of me being out there, it's from watching someone else and wanting to be like that. It's the evolution. Do you understand? It's the evolution. So don't look at yourself and say, oh yeah, this is me and this is just what I am and this is just what I believe in. Lies. No, don't do that. That's stubborn. Take winning culture and become winning culture. There is no such thing that this is just you. It does not exist. There is no original human being apart from Adam. Everybody else is tainted with one another. A product of Ray is in me and a product of me is in Ray. Product of me is in Thai. Whoever you spend time with, you take part of them. Product of me is inside Charlie. You spend time with me, you take some things from me and we all become more like one another. The good sides of each other we take so that we can evolve. Thinking. I don't need to sit down with Charlie and say, mm, now let's think. No, if he's watching me I'm, and, and over time, it means he's just thinking with me. He's seeing my behavior to something and he's copying it. And like most of you are probably doing, those of you in the nation family and probably those of you who are not in the nation family, but you're tuned in as friends of the nation. That is how you make it happen. It's 12.32, guys. I'll end it there. I hope you've enjoyed today's scope uh, and today's installment. It is actually going to be the last installment in the Gold House. Um, and then from there, I'm going to start going on tour again as the Gold House looks for a new home and a new location. Uh, so let me just see your comments right now uh, if you've enjoyed today's scope. And then we're going to go into the answer of Shadow of Leadership. We're going to go into that. Let me just see your thank yous. Thank you, sir. Okay. I see. I hope you understood. I hope it wasn't too thick for you. Okay. I'll do this after I preach. Awesome training session, sir. Uh, it's like another day in the classroom, I guess. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. I see all your comments. Thank you very much. Are you ready for shadow of leadership? All right, want to show me, get that graphic going. You know, I just love the way it comes in. Maybe we should add some sound effects to it as well. That would be kind of show stuff. Shadow leadership.
<laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, ready for shadow of leadership. You've had the shadow, now tell me who is the image of the leader. Let's see it again. I, let me read it. I like reading it because it sounds so mad. I was heavyweight champion of my country in the 50s. I fought for Britain and I've also fought for the Somalia military. My temper did lead me to mass murder of students and lawyers, etc. I broke my country's great relationship with Israel, but built a great relationship with Libya. My title that I conferred on myself is president for life. That's so childish, though. Mike called himself president for life. President for life and king of Scotland. Who am I? Let's go. Let me see. Some of you have already have guessed. You can guess again. It's shadow of leadership time. And then we'll end the scope on that. Let me see your comments, guys. Don't worry. Don't be, um, don't be shy. Get your fingers on. Prince Nassim. Who's that? <laughs> Prince Nassim was in the boxer. Come on, Charlie. You can't be kidding. You're kidding me. Hey, Caroline. How are you? I got your message. Amazing program. I got your message. Please come down to Gold House. Let's talk. Pastor Nasha, I do not know. <laughs> okay, should I open up Google? But Google's not fun. You guys just type in one word and it all comes out. Google's just killing everything. Henry Cooper says, she's on this Henry Cooper, isn't it, Ray? Bravo. Oh, yeah, but who is Henry Cooper? Who is this? <laughs> I don't even know who Henry Cooper is. Is that the makeup of Minnie Cooper? Talk to us. <laughs> Pastor Karima, what are you on? Henry Cooper, okay, cool. Let's take your Henry Cooper. Um, one who said Pastor Faye, come on. Is Pastor Faye that evil? Oh, Pastor Faye used Google. What did he say? I didn't see Faye's answer. Jason, Idi Amin. Any other hints we can get, sir? No, it's called shadow of leadership. I've given you a shadow. It's meant to be blurry. Like It's not meant to be like, oh, this is the right answer. It's meant to be blurry. That gives me a thought. Should we do like... You know, like, who wants to be a millionaire and all that stuff? Should we do, like, something like that for Pulse TV? It would be good, in it? Get a contestant and put something together. Let's think about that. Who misses Ray Ray's hot shot? Ray Ray, man, you're doing us bad, man. No new seasons. You're coming like those shows on Netflix where you're, you're just praying for that new season to come out, but the, the producers are like, mm-mm, no funding. <laughs> I like documentaries. Okay, yeah, Thomas, come on then. Do your thing. You went to school with him, oh yeah, tell us. That they actually ask the people are asking for your, you know, you have a wide network of people, you meet up with them. Oh yeah. Who is this guy? You and him know. Remember you married with um Gandhi. You and Gandhi married at 14. You don't you don't know. Wow. I thought since you married uh, with Gandhi, you should know this person now. This person's not even as old as Gandhi. You sure? You look a bit lighter today, though. What are you you using? (laughs) SPF. I just sit down with Dr. Emma. You got that SPF going on. No wonder. You need to be using SPF. You actually know Jerusha look, though. Does he not look lighter? He looks lighter. Wow, it's amazing. Okay, I give in. I'm going to be using SPF from now on. But Samariam, this cream you gave me, I hope it has SPF in it, though, because... This one, um, Thomas is now a lighty, bro. He's trying to push into the lighty section. 
Okay, I've not seen your guesses though. Idi Amin. Okay, let's just let's just get this now. Let's get this out of the way. The answer is Idi Amin. Okay, so what we need to be doing now, one is when we say idiot, the picture of the person should come up like uh, kind of thing. Uh -huh. He's got that glow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Summertime. Ed Amin is the answer. Also, the conqueror of the British Empire, of course. Yes, yes. But I can't give out too much info, can I, Lydia? Got to make it difficult for y'all. That's why the butcher of Uganda. And if uh, Pastor Neona knows, of course, Neona is one of the children of the Idi Amin um, contingency, the Ugandans, great people, top temper. <laughs> Neona is the whole opposite of, of what you would picture as a Ugandan. She's, she's not like that at all. I think Neona is very calm, though. I think she's a very calm person. Um, what's that? The king of the Scotland thing gave it away. Really? Well, for you, definitely would, because you got encyclopedia mind. You're fine, Pastor Ashley, but Ty is here looking at his trainers. He doesn't know. You, did you know anything about this guy? Do you know Idi Amin? You don't know Idi Amin? Wow. Deborah, do you know Idi Amin? Please, give us Power Base Institute. We need to admit some of these young people into you guys. They, I, Ty doesn't know because you can add him to your lyrics. He's a madman, you know. I'm telling you, look him up. There's a heavyweight from Congo who calls himself King of Scotland. Maybe PK knows him. I'm still trying to comprehend where Pastor Karima got her answer. <laughs> Henry, she was banging about Henry Cooper. Pastor Karima, please, who is Henry Cooper? I, maybe I'm not that much in economic leadership. I've missed something out. Help me, because send to my phone. Let me see Henry Cooper. <laughs> okay, so thank you so much, guys. Of course, it's 12.40. Have an awesome Saturday with your families, with your peoples. Uh, tomorrow is going to be iconic. Um, what you have to do after the scope now, ensure your validation begins, okay? Call. If it's travel, you need to pattern. Whatever you need to do, make sure it happens after this scope. I'm speaking to you from um, as much power as I can get as a head of family, senior pastor, one of the senior pastors in this nation, to urge you validating your invitees and the mobilization must start from now. From now. Don't leave it too late. Must start from now so that we can go into Sunday with the numbers that we want to celebrate the start of a whole new style of what we call service. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. Even if you're not in the UK, if you're tuned in from anywhere in the globe, make sure you follow us, the Nation Family. Senior Pastor, um, Pastor Sam and his team have something great in store, and I'm sure you will not be disappointed. All the best. Peace. I'll see you guys next week. Love.